how can we best celebrate Rachel as she graduates high school and then moves on to conquer Canada uh, in college? How can we best celebrate her? And I just um, thank you to, uh, to Jay Davies, my friend who, who preached here a couple of months ago, who told me, why don't you ask her to preach? Why don't you ask her to be a part of this series so that you can hear a little bit of the hope that is in her? Even as you, New Hope Community Church, after um, pouring yourselves into this young woman, you get to hear a little bit of the fruit of your labor. Um, so with that, I would like to, uh, let's actually uh, please give uh, Rachel a round of applause. Let's do that. I think that's appropriate. And then would you please stand and greet somebody as Rachel comes. Good morning. So my time at New Hope began 15 years ago when my family moved from Vancouver, Canada to Baltimore. About three weeks after our first Sunday here, I turned three. And my mom asked me what kind of cake I wanted for my birthday, and I replied, Bob and Larry. Despite only having been a part of this community for three weeks, we already felt comfortable enough that my mom said she would call the pollings because she knew that they liked veggie tails and she thought they might have a veggie tails cake pan. My dad scoffed, they won't have one, but sure enough they did. Kara had had a VeggieTales cake just a few months before for her birthday, and they were happy to lend the pan to us. So. Um, even though I don't remember much about that birthday, in a way it marks the start of my participation in the community that has so much shaped me to be who I am today. Can you put up the next slide? Four days from now, I'll be leaving for university. So in a way, today is my last Sunday as a part of the community here at New Hope. So I wanted to take this time to thank you for everything that you have done for me, from lending me cake pans to baptizing me to helping me grow in my faith. And I wanted to share some of what I have learned from being a part of this church. Today I was asked to preach on 1 Peter 3.15. you put up the next slide? Um, which commands us to be ready to explain the hope that we have in us. Now, we hope for many different things, but I believe that in this passage, Peter is specifically referring to the hope that God will bring his kingdom on earth, the hope that he will continue to work through us, his followers, to restore and redeem creation. 1 Peter 3.15 commands us to be ready to explain why we have the hope that redemption is possible and that all things will be set to right in the end. We see this pattern of redemption throughout scripture. You can put up the next slide. Um, over and over, Israel disobeys God, falls into idol worship, and then God allows them to be conquered. But also, each time, God forgives Israel when they cry out to him, and he gives them another chance to live as he wanted them to live. Under Joshua, Moses' successor, the Israelites worshipped God. But then Joshua died, and the Israelites did evil before the Lord by worshiping the Baals, a Canaanite god. God becomes very angry with Israel, so he allowed robbers to attack the people, and the people suffered and cried out to God. So he raised up leaders to deliver them. Then the Israelites again did evil in the Lord's sight by worshiping Baal again. God put the Israelites in the hands of the king of Aram Naharim for eight years. The people cried out to God, and he forgave them, giving them another chance to follow him by sending a leader, Kenaz, to deliver them. This cycle happens a few more times, and then Israel again does evil in the Lord's sight and is taken over by the Canaanites. God sent Deborah, a prophetess, to direct the general Barak 
to fight the Canaanites, to fight the Canaanites' army. Deborah and Barak defeated the Canaanite army with God's help. And here there's a victory song sung by Deborah and Barak, thanking the Lord for saving them. And yet the next verse, the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight, so the Lord turned them over to Midian for seven years. <laughs> after, suffering, after suffering under the Midianites, Israel finally called out to God for help, and God, justly frustrated with the fact that they continued to turn away from him, ordered them to obey him. But even still, God sent an angelic messenger to Gideon, commanding him to raise up an army to defeat the Midianites. Gideon's army of 300, through God's power, defeated the Midianites, demonstrating how yet again God saved his people. The Israelites worshipped God throughout Gideon's lifetime before following to idol worship again, being made subjects of another kingdom again, and being forgiven again. This pattern repeats countless times throughout the Old Testament, illustrating God's infinite grace. In the New Testament, we see the pattern of redemption brought to fruition in Jesus. His death and resurrection allows us all to be forgiven. Despite the fact that we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, through Jesus, God demonstrates his love for us. Paul, the man who wrote close to a third of the New Testament, began his life as a persecutor of the church. On his way to Damascus, where he had plans to arrest and imprison any Christians he found there, Paul saw a bright light and heard God's voice asking, Why are you persecuting me? That day he believed in Jesus and was forgiven. God then was able to use Paul to build his kingdom. And Paul became a leader in the early church, and his ministry, after his conversion, brought the gospel to many people who had never heard it before, and strengthened dozens of churches by teaching them how to better serve the Lord. So the story shows us that God can use anyone who's willing to follow him, no matter what their background, in order to further his kingdom. In each of these examples, we see God bringing his kingdom, a kingdom of holiness, righteousness, love, and forgiveness to a broken world. In fact, you can put up the next slide. When Jesus taught us to pray, the first request he included, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven, acts as a petition for acts as a petition for God to continue building his kingdom. In repeating this line, we also recognize that all is not as it should be and acknowledge that the world is still in desperate need of God's love and righteousness. But that's not hard to see. When we look at our world, our communities, even our own relationships, righteousness can seem very far away. Every day we hear stories of violence, war, abuse, and corruption. This lack of hope pervades all facets of our lives, news, music, books, movies, in fact, throughout my teenage years, by far the most popular genre has been dystopian fiction. And as much as books like The Hunger Games, Maze Runner, or Divergent are fun to read, they reflect a feeling of despair for the future that can be a part of our culture. And yet, despite these bleak outlooks, I still firmly believe that God is at work, that in the end, good will triumph over evil, that justice will be dispensed, and that there will be an end to the suffering and pain that are so ingrained in the world today. Why? Can you put up the next slide? Because in the lives of those around me, especially here at New Hope, I've already seen glimpses of God's kingdom being built. Their actions, both big and small, give me an idea of what God's kingdom will look like. Even the smallest unintentional actions of our community have helped me better understand who God is. Laughing at, with friends at Crux has given me a preview of the comfort and friendship that God brings. When I read about joy, I can think of Miss Amy's contagious smiles. We at New Hope help each other out by bringing meals to those who are sick or just had a baby. We pass on clothes that we no longer need. 
In fact, the majority of what I wear once belonged to someone else here. <laughs> I remember one day specifically when it seemed like our entire house church was helping each other out at the same time. Mr. Chris and Andrew were at my house helping my dad put down flooring in our basement using tools that they borrowed from Mr. Tristan. Meanwhile, the Chastains realized that they were out of cheese, so Caleb came over to borrow some for their dinner. There are so many more examples of those at New Hope living their lives by following Jesus, but it would take me more time to, help, to tell than I have now. But each of these people have taught me that God, rather than being some faraway onlooker, is instead actively present in the world and in our lives. Throughout his teaching, Jesus commands, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Or, in other words, the kingdom of God is near. Sometimes it can feel like God is far away or even unreal. But in this verse, Jesus reminds us that in reality, God is very near. And not only is God with us, his kingdom is at hand. Meaning that God is in the process of bringing justice, righteousness, and beauty into this world. To put up the next slide. We as Christians have the obligation to be a part of this process by allowing God to use us to further his kingdom. This will, of course, look different for different people. Naturally, we have different interests, skills, resources, and different spiritual gifts. For some, it might mean volunteering with the church. For others, it might be a focus on prayer. Still others feel called to a specific career. But in opening ourselves up to God's desires, we allow him to show us what he desires for each one of us. Seeing the ways in which each member of our community at New Hope serves God using their own unique talents and personality has prepared me to consider the ways in which I should be building God's kingdom. Put up the next slide. Not only this, but the opportunities I've had at New Hope have helped me grow into the person I am today. As a preschooler in Sunday school, each week we donated money to Kevin and Novita, the compassion children who New Hope supported, which showed me how my actions here in Maryland can change people's lives all over the world. As I got older, I was entrusted with more responsibility. Kara and I organized two car washes in order to raise money for Kevin and Novita. You can see the picture. Um, the experience helped me to become a better leader and a more organized person. As I entered middle school, my summers began to fill up with, the, with babysitting for the women's Bible study on Tuesdays and being a camp counselor at New Hope's VBSs. These opportunities helped me to realize my love of working with, teaching, and caring for younger children. When I was 13, the summer before I started high school, I made the choice to commit my life to Christ by being baptized. And just a few years ago, the Edge traveled to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for a missions trip. My group helped at Sunward, a program which gives inner city children a place, to, a safe place to do arts and crafts, play games, have lunch, and learn about Jesus. Working with the kids there and seeing the ways in which the program impacted them opened my eyes to the poverty in the area and helped me and made me determined to use my life and the resources that I have in order to care for children who need help. And then, just this past June, I had the chance to shadow with Miss Kate at her job as an ESOL teacher. Watching her encourage, teach, and care for the students reinforced what I'd learned on that mission trip, that one person, by loving those around them, can have a huge positive, positive impact on the lives of those they interact with. Since my preschool years, I've been blessed with so many opportunities through New Hope to gain leadership skills, 
understand the importance of living selflessly, and learn how I can build God's kingdom. All of this has led up to the fact that four days from now, I will be leaving for university, where I'll be studying social development studies. This is a program that tries to help students understand social issues from multiple perspectives, and then learn to make a positive change by working with individuals and communities. As I considered the hundreds of different programs available to me, this program stood out in a way stood out in a way that other majors did not, because it seemed to fulfill everything that I, up until now, have wanted to do with my life. I hope that this program will guide me in a career working with children, where I can best use my skills and talents, many of which I have learned here at New Hope over the years, to build God's kingdom. My belief in God's salvation plan gives me the confidence that what I do matters, and the hope that through God, the world will be made new again. You can put up the next slide, please. 2 Timothy 3.14-17 states, But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ. All scripture is God-breathed and prof profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete equipped for every good work. So, as for me, I must continue in what I have learned about community, faith, service, and leadership from my time at New Hope. You can put up the next slide. Um, I have been acquainted with the scripture through bedtime Bible stories with my family, from Sunday school classes, and memorizing verses for as long as I can remember. Next slide. So, I pray that I will be able to use what I have learned to do God's work, whatever that may look like in my life. And then you can put up the next slide. So, I have seen God's kingdom here on earth in the love and caring of those, in the love and caring of the community at New Hope. And so, I have hope that his kingdom will come on earth as it is in heaven, fully and without limits and that justice and righteousness will be the final result. So, when I get discouraged by the news or the state of the world, I am able to remind myself of all of the ways in which I've already seen God's kingdom. And I have hope that his kingdom will come, and that we can have a part in, and that we can have a part in bringing it right now. As I leave for university, I go in full hope that God has already been preparing me through numerous experiences here at New Hope, for a lifetime of working with him to bring his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you that you are with us in everything we do. Please help us to be aware of where you are leading us and in what ways we can use our talents to further your kingdom. Thank you for giving us the community here at New Hope and for the ways in which we can see you through these people. I pray that each of us will enter this week with the knowledge that what we do matters, that we have the power through you to bring love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control into our world. In Jesus' name, amen.